episode 16 get out of here satan what up everybody special night tonight got my boy carlos c low in the building yes sir gonna be an exciting night hope y'all ready to get locked in let's start off with a quick moment of prayer so close your eyes and bow your head for me dear god we just thank you for this night god and we just come before you god so grateful for you and all that you do god the way that you move in us and through us god we welcome the Holy Spirit into this time. We ask the Holy Spirit would fill us and speak through us, Lord. Use us as a vessel to bring experience, strength, and hope to those listening, God. I pray the people listening would feel your love and feel your mercy falling over them, Lord, as they listen, God. Lord, I pray that we would make this about you and you only, Lord, speaking your truth, Lord, speaking the life you bring to us, God. I pray we would come from a place of mercy, a place of grace, God, and just spread the love you have so freely given to us. In your almighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, so we're going to start off, let my boy Carlos hop on real quick. Just tell us a little bit about, you know, your walk with God and where you're at. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, so my name is Carlos. Um, ups and downs as usual. Um, came from a Catholic background. Um, <clears throat> so uh, my experience with church was more or less forced in a sense right i was younger um didn't really get the back end of the knowledge right um there wasn't anybody really talking me through anything that i've learned during the church uh during my uh experience right um but i always kept you know i always knew there was something watching over me right um so didn't really, to me, I didn't get too far gone, right? But uh, the more I look back at it, you know, it could have been a lot better, right? Um, so just a little bit about me. Um, I like music, beatboxing since I was born. Um, bit of a nerd. I like, um, you know, video games. Um, started finding out I like some science stuff later on not too um scientifically literate but um i you know science to me is kind of like you know we kind of learn how how the lord kind of devised everything right um it's 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 kind of our way of putting a physical uh ruler on things in a sense right um just to make it make sense um so um what kind of brought me here with you gentlemen um it was a uh, june june 22nd um i uh <clears throat> i got diagnosed with stage 4 leukemia and uh you know during the time of the diagnosis uh, i wasn't um i didn't really get uh too shaken up about things right um I should have, right? Um, just seeing my family take the news was kind of enough for me to kind of, you know, like I kind of buckled down, right? Um, just tried to figure out what I can do from for the moment. Um, have a wonderful friends. Uh, they uh, they kind of pointed me in the right direction. Um, so before my diagnosis. Uh, I was working for Culver's and uh, 
I was a kitchen department manager there. Um, everything was going good, but I wanted to switch careers, right? I wanted to switch a career path, something that would, you know, I can take my skills that I have and apply them to the next career. And uh, ended up leaving the Culver's, took a part-time job so I can study up uh, doing home inspections, okay? Uh, I had locks during the time, so my hair was long. I was a lot more bushier than I am now. Uh, my cousin was kind of taking me under the wing with the whole home inspection stuff. He tells me, hey, you should go, you should go get a haircut, look presentable. I was like, well, look, I, you know, I already got a part-time, right? I, I'm about dedication. Let me just go all in. Go and get the haircut. Um, the haircut was fine. You know, the, the dude cut me up okay, right? Uh, not like Wally's, though. You know what I mean? Um, so it turns out uh, when I looked in the mirror, I noticed my neck was uh, a bit swollen. Um, so from the neck up, I looked about 350 pounds, right? Um didn't think anything of it though. Uh, fast forward a couple of days, see my buddy Danny, and um, he a man's man, so he he doesn't beat around the bush at all. Like if there's something wrong, he's gonna address something, right? He's got questions, so he seen me, and um, I'm gonna take a lot of the words out from the sentence that he said. But you know, he, he, hey, what's that on your neck? You could only imagine, right? You know what I mean? Hey, man, what's that on your neck? Went to go give him a hug. And he stopped me. Hey, what's that on your neck? Um, oh, nah, this, that, and the third, whatever, whatever. Um, he tells me I need to get it checked. I seen him three times after that, and it was the same, same scenario every time, right? On the third time, after seeing him, I got back to the house. I wasn't there too long. I got a phone call from him. His wife's a nurse. Hey, Carlos, what's going on? Um, I just, I'm calling you about your situation. You know, I don't know how serious you've been treating it, if you've actually gone to go get it checked. But um, talked it over with my wife. You should go to the ER and see what's wrong. So the next day, I went to the ER, ended up getting, um, diagnosed with stage four uh, leukemia um i guess white blood cell count in the body is supposed to be at like a four five mines was like at 200 and something it was up there so they can it took me it took them a while to give me the diagnose i was in the er for a couple of weeks i want to say maybe a week and a half tops um yeah so there was that um, fast forward though, right? Um, Danny has a sister named Rome. Okay. And, uh, I've known them both since high school. Uh, it just so happens, um, I want to say maybe a month, a month and a half went by. And, uh, out of the blue, you know, I'm going not not going through it right but i'm just trying to get stable right uh got the medicine trying to change my eating habits right uh calls me up hey um listen um i'm gonna be going to church i'm gonna be going to church this sunday i'll pick you up around eight 
I didn't second guess it. I was just like, yeah, you know, for as long as I know my brother Danny, um, he stands on business. Do you know what I mean? Um, there's no flake. There's no falter with this man. Um, and I kind of know, you know, I, I just keep up with him. You know what I mean? I know um, I didn't realize how devoted he was to church, though. We don't really have those conversations. Um, but that's how you start noticing, right? You know, you know them by the fruit they bear. You know what I mean? And um, this man has been through the, you know, what some people would say the impossible. You know what I mean? Um, so to, just to be able to kind of rub elbows with somebody that I, you know, I kind of look up to. Mind you, he's he's younger, you know, but, you know, the the feats, the accomplishments is something every man should be like, yo, like, like I want that for me too, right? Uh, he brings me to Grace Family Church, man, and um, I don't think I don't think I've been the same. You know what I mean? Um, coming from going to church and not really trying to figure out if the message is for me, right? To um go in and it's like I'm 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 engaged and I always I always leave like okay there was some piece of that for me you know what I mean and like I I, I pinpoint it I know exactly what it is just because I just been so far away from church I didn't uh I didn't realize most of the things that I was even doing was right, you know. Um, I try, I tried to lean on my own understanding for quite some time, you know what I mean. So um, I was actually just grateful to be around like-minded people, you know. And um, it's uh, it's been a journey. I got baptized, you know. Um, working on just figuring myself out how you know trying to walk my way back into it you know uh, one thing though that i i know for sure i he's never let me astray you know Not looking back at the way i was walking you know um i i could think of you know like if how, how could I put it right um if I was walking in the light or if 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 I was the way I am now walking how I was back in the day right um and going through everything that I went through I probably would have questioned and right because I didn't have I didn't have the right guidance you know what I mean um, so it, it's just, it's really a blessing, uh, to have, um, people on the same page, you know, for sure. Yes, sir. That's fire. Yeah, that's fire, bro. And man, let me just brag on Carlos for a second, man. Cause you know, you, you hear this, you hear his story, right? But you don't really see him. You, you don't know him, but seeing Carlos, you know, the way he walks in the, in the freedom of Jesus, you know what I'm saying? The way he brings the love of God into every room, every situation. You know, he's that person that when when you see him, you can't help but smile because he's always up. 
know what I'm saying? Before I had really had the chance to, to talk to Carlos and hear what he's walking through and his testimony, man, I would have just thought, you know, this guy is, is living living it up, you know what I mean? Because he just brings that energy, that good energy, the joy that can only be found in God, you know what I'm saying? And just to know that it's it's still it's still new in a sense, you know what I'm saying? I think that should bring hope to people, and that's the beauty in sharing our testimony, you know what I'm saying? That's why we wanted to have him on tonight, and we didn't really set up a plan or outline of how this was supposed to go because we simply wanted to just be real and authentic tonight, you know what I'm saying? And let, and let just the Holy Spirit flow however however he sees fit. That's how it's going to go tonight. Freestyle, the Holy Spirit freestyle, part two. Part two, part two yes, sir. But that's what it's about, you know what I'm saying? Like walking in, in the faith, walking in the light of Jesus as Carlos is, you know what I'm saying? That's what we want to bring to this episode. We want to just be like, look, we don't really know what's going to happen, God. But we trust you and we know that whatever you see fit is going to happen, that your perfect will is going to prevail as it always does. You know, it's like how we talk about we're responsible for the effort. He's responsible for the outcome. So just as Carlos is remaining faithful in this time, and this is what pretty much everyone in the world would see as a storm. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with cancer. You know, I'm sure a lot of people listening have had either a family member or a friend that struggled with that. That's you know, walk through that journey, and, and it's not easy at all, but to see the light he brings into the room, bro, is, is motivating, it's inspiring, you know what I'm saying, and the faith that he has, even as someone who's just now getting back into the church, just shows the power that comes when you're in community, you know what I'm saying, when we're surrounded by like-minded brothers and sisters who, who love God and just want to see each other grow, the circumstances don't really matter, you know what I'm saying, because when we're in the world, our circumstances, our situation we allow it to disqualify us sometimes when in reality, like when you're walking in community, bro, the things that we think disqualify us actually are the number one thing that God's going to use for us to help someone else. You know what I'm saying? So it would be real easy for Carlos to just count himself out, you know, just be laid up in the house, you know, making every excuse that he is truly justified. You know what I'm saying? In these excuses that he could make, but no, he still steps into every day with a positive attitude and he, he truly exemplifies walking how Jesus would, you know, as Jesus walked through many struggles, you know what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit is now filling Carlos in the way that he filled Jesus. He's allowing him to spread that love and that light no matter what he's walking through, you know? And that's the hope that we have for this podcast, you know, is to just simply bring hope to people that are listening to let them know that, look, no matter where you're at, don't count yourself out because God's got you right where he wants you, you know what I'm saying? And it's, may seem like an inconvenience or it may seem like a little roadblock but guess what that's god's will you know and our only job is to trust it you know what i'm saying the faith is is believing that he can and knowing that he will deliver you from whatever you're in you know what i'm saying even if it's not how we like it you know what i'm saying it's really god's plan at the end of the day and that's where we got to bring in the that will be done every day every day as we're moving every day as we're walking we're going to hear things we don't like we're going to see things we don't like we're going to be in situations that make us uncomfortable but you know what that's just our job, you know what I'm saying? We're here. We're here to glorify God in the mountains, mountaintops and on the valleys, you know what I'm saying? So let's just run it up. Let's just praise Jesus tonight. No, it's so fire. And uh, like going off of Carlos's testimony, right, there's this line in his book, and it says that pain is a touchstone of all spiritual growth, you know. And like one thing that I love in uh, like all of, all of our scripture and all of God's word is, is like – every single story the person fails right or like the person has a struggle or the person has something that they have to overcome right every single story has that right and it's why it's like when you read scripture you feel like 
it's so relatable you know like you you really understand it and in like old testament right it's a lot of like god's telling some of these prophets like this is what you're going to do and this is what you know this is like the the trial that i have you going on like moses would be the best example right and then moses writes is in a desert for 40 years and all this stuff and like just a bunch of challenges that kind of got those his way the story of job you know where where god takes everything from him you know and just gives him this huge trial and then you know just like you got example after example after example in the new testament right it's like it's more of like the they they focus more on the the sinful side and then even like when jesus tells his um apostle or his yeah his apostles right that they're going to go out and and spread the word right it's like you can imagine it was a scary time right every time they meet jesus you know they're falling on their knees kissing his feet have mercy on me have mercy on me right you know is what becomes so relatable in the scripture and you know it's like for i feel like for the human experience like for me like it's like whenever i have like something got something that god throws my way right or something that that happens it's like my reaction is like how wally just says i disqualify myself from you know my faith and it's like in reality god's gonna use that for good you know if i do turn it over to him and i and i just make the best situation i try to overcome it it's like God can make the worst of a situation and make it this beautiful thing, right? That ends up doing wonders for the glorification of God, right? We learn how powerful he is, how much he can do for us. We learn, you know, about how he can bring us through any type of storm, right? It's like, it's a beautiful thing that we have, right? It's like when, whenever, like, I first started this journey, you know, it's like, I know a lot of people in today's society are, like, terrified of pain. You know, I'm not scared of it. You know, sometimes my prayers are like, I pray for humility or like crush my ego and stuff like that. And I know what that means. That means that God's going to, or when you pray for strength and stuff like that, that means God's going to throw stuff in your face. It's going to about to get difficult, right? You know, and it used to be scary to pray that stuff because I know that's what is coming. It's coming my way, you know, but today it's like, I love it, dude. You know, because every time that stuff happens, dude, it's just, I grow closer to God and I grow closer to like, you know, my fellow, the fellow Christians, right? other people who have the Holy Spirit, you know, it, it ends up being used for, for a lot of good. Um, just like right in Carlos' story is like, he gets diagnosed with cancer and then next thing you know, he's going to church with his boy, right? You could have never, like no one could have ever guessed that, right? Like a bad situation turned into so much good. And me and Wally have the same experience with that, right? With the stuff that we've talked about on here before, you know, it's like something that we, perspective, that's what we was talking about right before the podcast. It's like my perspective before is like, you know, when something bad happens, oh no, right? Like, this is terrible. Like, it's all, it's coming to an end, right? And it's like when you bring God into the picture, you bring Jesus into the picture, it's not like that anymore. It's like pain comes and it's like, who do I lean on, right? Like, my listening to worship music, I should start praying more. Like, you know, it's like you think of the good that that can happen and then like that is your perspective. It's like, oh, there's going to be, not always right like it ain't perfect but it's like continuing in the faith and like continuing to see that each time some struggle comes up that god brings me through it and there's good that comes from it i grow the faith that like when bad things come it's like more and more confidence right when something bad happens where i can just say dang god's got me right something beautiful is coming out of this you know but yeah you got something to add on there oh no run it up run it up yeah no i was just thinking about 
so I've been reading the Gospels recently, and there's this story that it's a re, it's a reoccurring story. It's, it's in like John and Matthew and Mark, and it's this lady who's sick and she needs healing, and all she wants to do is reach out and touch Jesus's cloak. I talked I talked about it a week a couple weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? Because she has the faith that by simply touching his shirt, you know what I'm saying, that she will be healed. And so, and and when I was reading in Matthew, it wasn't as in depth. It was kind of just like boom she grabbed his cloak and then jesus was like i see your faith you're healed you know what i'm saying and that's the power in our faith but then in mark it dove in a little bit deeper and it kind of showed like jesus reaction he's like hey yo who touched who touched my cloak and he sees the lady and he's like look like i see your faith you know what i'm saying because of your faith because of your love for me like you are healed and you're set free now go tell people about this freedom that you've received you know what i'm saying and i feel like that's so we could apply that so much in our own life you know what i'm saying we're just in this journey of faith, you know what I'm saying? We're reaching out for that cloak, you know what I'm saying? Every time we're reaching, we're getting closer and closer to freedom. Sometimes we do get free just from reaching out, you know what I'm saying? And right now in this situation that Carlos is in, you know what I'm saying? He is reaching for the cloak. And so far, he's he's got it. He grabbed the cloak and he's, be, he's been set free, you know what I'm saying? Because now that he's been baptized, he's accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. Now he's walking in the freedom of that, the freedom of salvation, knowing that regardless what happens on this world, in his time on this earth, you know what I'm saying? He's going to heaven and he's going to spend eternity with his father in heaven. You know what I'm saying? And so it's not just like, okay, did it, check it off the box. Now let's just chill until till I go up there. You know what I'm saying? Now it's his grind time. Now he, he has seen the power and the beauty, you know what I'm saying? The beauty that comes from God and he needs it. Now it's his time to spread that. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same for all of us. That goes for me and Chris because we've all been in battles. We've all been in and struggles and, and you know just by touching that cloak reaching for that cloak we're getting one step closer to the freedom you know what i'm saying but on those steps during this journey you know what i'm saying we got to be really intentional about bringing that freedom to other people too because we never know what our people are going through the people in our lives you know what i'm saying like everyone has a struggle no matter how big or how small a struggle is a struggle and we don't want to even disqualify struggles you know what i'm saying because everyone's got them we don't want to minimize them or or exaggerate them or none of that, you know what I'm saying? We just want to be there, you know what I'm saying? We got to be there as that little bit of light, that little bit of hope, you know what I'm saying? And just by walking, walking fruitfully, you know what I'm saying? As as Carlos was talking about his boy, his boy Danny, how he he bears the fruit, you know what I'm saying? Like that's how we're called to be. We're called, we're now, we're now tied into the tree of Jesus, you know what I'm saying? So that vine has attached us to him and now we can grow that fruit as long as we're welcoming the spirit into every day and we're trying our best to walk in that light you know what i'm saying and that's why i love in i think it's in matthew where it says like the where the spirit of the lord is there's freedom you know what i'm saying so whether we know it or not when we have the holy spirit in us and we step into a situation we're bringing freedom to the people we're around you know and it's just up to us to open our mouth you know what i'm saying we got to take that step whether that's talking to them one-on-one or just praying over those people you know what i'm saying because sometimes the prayer goes a lot farther than the conversation because i know even just me bro i'm not gonna act like i don't do it i could be going through something and and someone tries to speak life into me you know what i'm saying someone tries to offer me that freedom but i'm so caught i'm so caught up in me i'm so caught up in myself that i ignore it and i'm like nah bro you don't know what i'm talking about you don't know what i'm feeling you don't understand me, bro. I'm so special. I'm so unique. You know what I'm saying? My situation is so much worse than yours could ever be. Like, don't try to tell me how it is. 
And that's such a dangerous place to be because that person was simply just trying to offer you the freedom that Jesus has given them. And because we're caught in self, we can't accept it. You know what I'm saying? And that's where it comes in the, the verse where he's talking about we have to become less so God can become more. You know what I'm saying? We have to simply die to self every day. And as we're doing that, it becomes less and less about us, less and less about our situation and more and more about the faith, more about the glory that God will reveal. You know what I'm saying? Like in Romans 8.18, you know what I'm saying? It says, what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory that will come later. You know what I'm saying? Nothing compared to the glory that God will reveal. But it's in his time. And that glory is not anything. Like we can't define the glory because we don't know what it will be. You know what I'm saying? Because our, our finite self cannot put a put God in a box. You know what I'm saying? Whatever he sees fit is glory. That's glory. Whether we like it or not, that's what he wants to be done. It's going to be done. You know what I'm saying? And so the minute we accept that and we just become open, we open up our heart and our mind to receive that glory, the freedom that he's trying to give us, that's when the life change happens. And once you feel that, it's undeniable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just sitting here thinking about it um, in the car. I had a second to step out, and I was just praying over one of my brothers. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, "There's you can't tell me there's not a God. You can't tell me God's not here and he's not with us because I've seen the way he's, he's put the puzzle pieces together. You know what I'm saying? That's something we were talking about before the podcast, too, how God uses every one of our situations, and it's like a puzzle piece. And as we put those pieces on the table, you know what I'm saying, as we open up and get vulnerable, as we share our struggles and, and share the victories too, you know what I'm saying, we don't want to just always talk about how down bad we are because then it might push away the people that are trying to come to God, you know what I'm saying. They're like, dang, bro, like these people love God. They've accepted Jesus and they're still down bad. Like, hey, yo, why would I want to join that, you know what I'm saying? But in reality, it's like, no, nah, now today we see the beauty in the struggle, you know what I'm saying. Whatever we're walking through, we know that it's on purpose and for a purpose, you know what I mean? And that's the light we need to bring. We need to bring the the hope, you know what I'm saying? That's what we're called to bring is that hope because we've already walked through the trial. We, we, we've been in the, the, what was it, the silver, the silversmith. We've already oh, been, we've man. already been put in the fire. God put, put us in the fire and brought us out as his perfect creation, you know what I'm saying? And so that's what we got to, we got to acknowledge the fact that the fire is not an accident, you know what I'm saying? The fire is molding us and shaping us. The storm is molding us and shaping us into the men and women that God called us to be, you know what I'm saying? And if we give the fire too much power, you know what I mean? It's like when you give, when there's a, a fire and it gets oxygen and it grows, you know what I'm saying? Then you get so caught up in the fire that you can't see the the beauty that it's bringing you know what i'm saying it's like the the coal that's turning into the diamond like the pressure has to be applied for the diamond to come out you know what i mean and that, that's what we are to god we're we're precious you know what i'm saying we're like that diamond it's just sometimes we have to go through those trials and those storms to become the diamond you know what i'm saying because we come to him just as we are that's what they always tell us at church right come as you are you don't need to be wearing no suit and tie you don't need to be perfect. You don't need to be making six figures. You don't even need to have a job. You don't need to have a car. There's no qualification to come into church because the people at the church, if their heart's in the right place, just want you to know Jesus, to be able to walk in that freedom that they've received. You know what I'm saying? And so we just drop all these standards, these expectations, these walls that we put on a relationship with God, and we just let those loose. We let it down. And that's when we begin to connect and we truly begin to walk in that light that he's given us. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just want to just keep encouraging people. You know what I'm saying? Seek that out. Try to try to grab that cloak and see what that freedom feels like. Because then whenever people ask you like about God, bro, and, and about your relationship with God, like there's no denying it. 
You know what I'm saying? It's 100%. It's not like science. You can't prove it, you know what I'm saying? Like physically, but it's a it's an inside thing. It's an internal thing. Like you you will, you will share your testimony and that's all the proof people are going to need when they see the the dirty piece of coal you were and then they see you walking as the diamond that God made you. It's undeniable, bro. The power of God is so real and we just got to share it with others, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted to touch on what you were what you were talking about um just leaning to our brothers and sisters in in Christ, right? Um there's something that I and I'm going to try not to butcher this up. Um I don't know exactly where I got this from, but um there's like a a proverb of some sort or but it's supposed to be an interpretation of heaven and hell, right? Um, hell is where it's like a big banquet. All the best foods are laying there. You're sitting across some of the people that are close to you, to your heart, you know what I mean? And everybody's got these long chopsticks trying to eat and they they can't eat because the chopsticks are too long oh and they can't eat because the chopsticks are too long right so in heaven the same table the same people but everybody's feeding each other with the long chopsticks that's fire, dude. Mm. That's fire. Nah, I couldn't tell you where exactly I got that from, and I hope the audio sticks, because I was kind of moving the mic around, but it it was like a perfect analogy of leaning towards people of the church, you know what I mean? That's fire. It's crazy. Like, this is crazy, bro. The He got the mic a little far away. I'm going to, it'll be super quick. I'm going to do quick. Um, what he just said, but he basically said like hell's like if you got a long chopstick, right, and you're trying to eat and you're reaching out and you just can't reach it, you can't eat. You know what I'm saying? Then heaven's like everyone's got a chopstick, big feast, and everyone's feeding everybody else, which is just lit. Like that's so far. This is so cool. Like how we always talk on this podcast about like the feeling of being with God is the best. I feel it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like. I feel it, bro. Like, and it's the best. It really is the best feeling. And it's so crazy that the God of this universe, the creator of everything, would come into this room right now with just three finite baser sinners. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's who he, he's like. Oh, I, you know what I mean? Just because we're just because what? Because we're talking, you know, we're talking about God like that's I don't know. But just going back to off of there's so much that's being said that I want to talk about. But going back off of while these things talking about the the woman who touches the cloak. I love that story. And there's like a really like a lot to that story. And what it is, is she was bleeding, right? So she was bleeding. So she basically had a period that never went away. And so she was deemed unclean, right? And so the Jewish, in the Jewish culture, right? If you're unclean, right? Nobody wants to be around you, right? So every time she touched somebody, there was like, like husbands couldn't, and I don't know the exact time frame, but they couldn't touch their wives for like 24 hours because they were dirty and they would have to go like pray and basically get what they would call the filth off of them before they went and touched their wives. You know, like 
people would basically cut them off from society, right? Like, so this woman, like, when you hear, like, some of these stories about these people with diseases and stuff, it's just, like, they were sick, and now they're better, right? Which, that's big in itself, but it's, for what it was back then, it was different. They would be cut off from everybody. They couldn't see anybody, right? Like, they were very lonely people. They were, it's depressing, right? And so this woman, right, when she goes to touch Jesus, she doesn't want anyone, she's embarrassed about, about this right and then she doesn't want anyone to know that she's about to touch the son of god right make him unclean right that was the thought process right and that's even what what's being like said is like an unclean woman has touched you right and like you know what i mean like you're not freaking out right like it was kind of like like well like and the whole thing i want to say about that is like if you don't believe in jesus it's like the impact that he's made is like impeccable you know what i mean like the fact that today it's like if that were the same situation, that woman touched you, right? You're not going to be like, oh, an unclean woman touched me. I can't, I can't ever, like, I can't see my wife now for, for two years, right? Like, there's a bunch of examples of the things, right, that Jesus, what he did 2,000 years ago has completely changed what we, how we are today, right? In Christianity, you know, all Christianity is, is that we get an opportunity to be adopted into the family of Abraham, right? That's, that's, that's what we got, you know, is to be God's chosen people. God's chosen people were strictly people who were born of Abraham. And with the Holy Spirit, we, we become adopted into that family, right? As Gentiles, we now have access to that, you know? And so really what could have happened is Jesus could have came on earth and just said, we're going to keep all these laws and everything like that, right? But that isn't what happens, right? He has like just an unlike bearable amount of grace that he starts pouring out onto these people, you know? Like the unclean women and all that stuff, right? They... They would like, you know, some of the uh, Pharisees, right? They could perform healings and all that stuff on on these people, right? But they didn't want to touch these people and all that stuff. They wanted to keep a fair distance away from them. And Jesus came here, right? And he's the one who's like, I'm going to heal my sick people, right? You know, it's just so lit. And then back to the thing that we were talking about before, right? Is like, you know, she she could have just never went and tried right like she could have never went and tried to get healed by jesus you know she could have been the one that deemed herself um what you what's the word you used uh disqualified right like i'm disqualified from the worth of touching jesus's cloak you know but she had the faith to where like jesus might still heal me you know and because of that right she becomes clean and just imagine how much her life changes now that she can go be around people right she couldn't even marry right you can't she couldn't get married even right so she was just very lonely, right? And then just from that one little thing, that little bit of faith changed everything about her life, right? This disease and the sickness that she has, you know, when it gets cured, like everything's different, right? And then on top of that, right, she gets the ba- the faith and the belief that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, right? And what does Jesus always say to these people? He's like, your sins are forgiven, right? And it's like not something that they're asking. Like when they come up to Jesus, right, they're like, I just want to not be sick anymore, and then what else? He gives them the extra reward of like, well, also your sins are going to be forgiven. You're going to be with me in eternity in heaven, which is nuts. And that was my exact experience, dude. Is like I went to God, but just like, just help me stop, you know, being a little crackhead baser, you know, just help me stop like doing the drugs and the drinking. Help me not be so crazy anymore. Like if I can have that, I don't care about anything else. Right. And then it opened up this door because that little bit of faith that he could, he could relieve me of that. And then when he does, right, like he did, he took the obsession away from me. You know, and then when that happened, it opened this little door to where it's like, not only do I get that, I get a million other gifts that I've gotten, you know, back to the, the pain is the touchstone, right? Of all spiritual growth. I had an immense amount of pain 
and God took it from me, dude. And then on top of that, I get all these other stuff that I get to have. Like, that's so lit, you know. I don't know. It's, uh, God is definitely good, you know. And it's, like, one of my favorite things that they say is, like, Jesus says, like, the the church is going to be, like, how people know that he is truly the son of God. Because when they see that, and that's too what God looks, God looks down on the church, and that is what's well-pleasing to him. And it's not the building. He looks down on the earth, and he sees the church, like the the whole thing. Every believer, whether you're whether you're Catholic or Presbyterian or whatever you want to say that you're a part of, if you believe in Jesus Christ and you have the Holy Spirit, you're not a part of that sect. You're a part of the the church, right? You're part of our body, right? We're the body of Christ together. God looks down, he says, that's well-pleasing to him, right? And then you're just, you're constantly flowing with all of those other members, right? Those different bodies, those different parts, you know? All the pains and struggles, dog, we're going through them, like, together, you know? Stupid lit. You got something to add, Carlos? Where the spirit lead? You got something? We could, no, no, we keep it moving. Keep it moving. All right, all right. Don't sleep on the spirit. Let that boy flow if you no, want no, to. No, no, All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, I'm going to hop in, I guess. Where's the spirit leading me? I don't know. Chris made a few, like, or really everything was fire, but some good points, you know what I'm saying? I think we're just jumping around, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Holy Spirit. But I think it's just important how he was talking about the the church, you know, and that it's not just the building, it's the people in it. And when, when we're coming together and we're doing right, we're aiming to please God and honor God, like, we truly are because our our heart's in the right place. You know what I'm saying? We're being intentional about our time together and our time on this earth. You know what I'm saying? We're pushing each other to grow, not only along like spiritual lines and, and learning the Bible and, and learning how to pray and all, all this stuff. Like, it's just simply like the love that's being spread, the love that's flowing through the room. You know what I mean? And just the way Jesus has, has changed it now, like a lot of us, me included, coming to the church is the woman who won't stop bleeding. She's unclean. Like, I was unclean when I came in the church. You know what I'm saying? I was just a dirty little dog who needed some help. You know what I'm saying? I just had, had the, the like Chris was talking about, the little bit of faith that God could forgive me. He could heal me. He could cleanse me and set me free from these things I'm struggling with. You know what I'm saying? And it was just that one step. As soon as I got one foot in the door, I had a feeling of, like, you know what? Like, Things aren't great right now, but I think it's going to be okay. I hope it's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes that's all we got is just a little bit of hope. You know what I mean? And that hope only came from, like, the warm embrace I felt from the the church, from the people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like the building was just, like, had a fire burning and it was super welcoming. Like, no, it it was the people. You know what I'm saying? The people truly had a heart that loved Jesus. And because of that love they had for Jesus, they were able to love me. And they were able to walk with me through what I was going through. You know what I'm saying? Like, God has restored so many relationships in my life, you know what I'm saying? When I when I really started coming, you know what I mean, like showing up for God, you know what I'm saying? Not showing up for any people, not showing up to prove anybody wrong that, you know what, like, oh, I'm living this way, but God can still love me. But when I really just started showing up for God, you know what I'm saying, he started to mold me, he started to change me. And now the beauty is, like, I walk in that freedom every day and now I get to see other people coming in in that way. You know what I'm saying? I get to see other people coming to God and that's what brings me the hope and the the encouragement to keep going and to keep growing. You know what I'm saying? Because just in this little like year and a half, two years, I've been truly trying my best. You know what I'm saying? Not doing it perfect. Never, never a day, but perfect walking in faith. You know what I'm saying? But just trying, you know what I'm saying? 
I see the way God moves in people's lives, you know what I'm saying? And I even see the way that he uses me, like, you know what I'm saying? Today, bro, it was just a super encouraging day because, like, my prayer this morning was, it was short because, you know what I'm saying? I woke up late, had to get to work, and I was like, man, I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry that I don't have as much time as I would like to spend with you. But, God, I just pray that you just use me today, God, and that the Holy Spirit would just fill. I just prayed over the shop. You know what I'm saying? I just prayed over my place of work, and I was like, God, I just pray that you would just anoint this place. God, I pray that you would you would just make my time in the shop fruitful. That and I prayed over my brother, the other barber that's in, that works with me. You know what I'm saying? I was like, God, I pray that his clients and that him and, and their interactions will be fruitful, God. I pray that mine will be fruitful as well. You know, some some days some people come in and, you know what I'm saying, if I'm, if I'm not full of the spirit, like, they can do some stuff, you know what I'm saying, just personalities class you know what i'm saying i'm like dang bro i don't mess with this dude oh i don't want to talk to this person but when you're walking in, in the spirit you know what i'm saying you let those walls come down and you just see everyone for the the creation of god that they are you know what i'm saying like every person is just bro there's it's no coincidence that they're here you know what i'm saying so i don't necessarily have to to preach at them or, or anything like that i could just be a kind loving person you know what i'm saying just that little bit that little bit of love they receive could go a long way you know what i mean so in that just today, bro, I saw the fruit, you know what I'm saying? I saw the fruit come to life, you know what I mean? As people were reaching out to me or as I got to talk to different people, you know what I'm saying? And just let the spirit lead, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have to to think too much about what I was saying or what was being spoke out, spoke on. I didn't question anything. I knew that it was all part of God's perfect plan. I think that's, that's the biggest freedom I've received, you know what I'm saying? Because I've always been a problem solver. I want to take care of everything and everybody and I can do it. I can handle this. I can, I can get this done. But there's certain situations I've realized, like, no matter how much effort I put in, no matter how much I try to exert my will, like, I truly cannot solve this problem. You know what I'm saying? I can't save this person. But what I can do is pray over them and I can plant seeds to where then someone else comes along the line and waters it. You know what I'm saying? And once that, that seed is watered, it, be, it begins to grow. You know what I'm saying? And that's such a beautiful thing to see. You know what I'm saying? Just like, my boy Remo, y'all have heard him on the podcast before. Like, he was just one of my clients. You know what I'm saying? He came, got haircuts from me for years, and we just talked about a bunch of crazy nonsense. And then look today, bro. He's been on the podcast multiple times. I can call on him any day and ask for prayer. I could, I could, you know what I'm saying, reach out to him and know that he's got nothing but the purest intentions. You know what I'm saying? His heart is in the right place. And he showed me a lot about that heart posture, you know, because no matter what he's walking through, he constantly brings the joy of Jesus into the room, you know what I'm saying? And just seeing the growth in him to where he's now leading, you know what I'm saying, a small group to where he's involved. He's up there at the church as much as me, you know what I'm saying, him and his girlfriend, you know what I mean? So he didn't just take what he gained from Jesus and keep it to himself, you know. He then spread it into his relationship, and then he spread it into his house, you know what I'm saying? His parents now come to the church, and his mom gets involved, and just the the way the puzzle's coming together for so many people in my life, you know what I mean? Even my own family, you know what I'm saying? You, you'll catch all four of us up there at the church at the same time a lot, which before you would you you couldn't pay us all enough to be there at the same time. But, you know what I'm saying? The beauty in it is, like, like God has truly placed his hand on all of us, you know what I'm saying? And when we walk accordingly to his will, just to the best of our ability, when we're just open-minded about it and got an open heart, he truly does perform miracles, you know what I'm saying? And that's the beauty of this walk, the beauty of this relationship, you know what I'm saying? Seeing those 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 seeds sprout into a plant, you know what I'm saying? Even from the people that had the smallest, like me, bro, had a very little bit of faith. But it says, 
even a mustard seed of faith can move mountains. And I always thought that was crazy. You know what I'm saying? It made me want to go out in the mountains and see what I could do. You know what I'm saying? See how I could push those things around. You know what I'm saying? But then as I grew closer to God and, and just just learned more about his word and, and the way he speaks in the Bible, you know what I'm saying? It just showed me so much. You know what I'm saying? That it's not the physical mountains. You know what I'm saying? It's breaking down those barriers, you know, breaking down those 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 walls and relationships that you thought would never be restored. You know what I'm saying? the way that he can just open up your mind if you let him, you know what I'm saying? Open up your heart to truly become less so he could become more. The way we can serve each other and love each other. The way Carlos was talking about the feeding each other in heaven, you know what I'm saying? We're called to bring that light that's in heaven to earth, you know what I'm saying? And so when we're together like this, like it's no coincidence that us three are here at 10 o'clock at night on a Friday, you know what I'm saying? And right now we're feeding each other, you know what I'm saying? Spiritually, we're being filled up spiritually. And guess what? God looking down, Jesus looking down, and he's well pleased. And, hey, that's good enough for me, bro. And that right there is a miracle because 10 o'clock on a Friday, right now I would have had a nice bottle of Remy Martin. You know what I'm saying? Some Red Bull, plenty of pressure. I've been getting lit trying to fill this void inside of me that I thought I could find out in the world. But in reality, that hole that I was trying to fill was simply just God. You know what I'm saying? And God, wow, he's done a lot, bro. Trust me. Keep tuning in, you'll find out more. For sure. Um so I I got a lot, right? So you were talking about church as a whole, you know what I mean? Um you know you you kinda you can't be afraid to get with others, right? Um it's it's really easy, uh when you first try something out, you know, you kind of want to learn it on your own, right? Um, some people are successful, but I, that doesn't really pertain to this. Um, there's been plenty of times where, you know, walking walking my journey alone, um, well, I just still felt like there was something missing, right? Um, you know, like, and just thinking about that, um, there's there's plenty of things that, you know, we pray on and, you know, the Lord comes in and, and, and makes that happen. And it's like sometimes we'll feel like not 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 the next thing, more like, OK, this was supposed to be it, you know. Why do I still feel like a there's a void? You know what I mean? Sometimes I think, um, you know, me, myself, maybe I was praying for the wrong thing. Or maybe I needed this to see what was next, right? But um, what I noticed is um, when it comes, when it comes to, serving and 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 pouring on the others i don't there isn't a void in that and 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 i can tell i can tell just because how you move brother you know what i mean um and chris like i just i just met you and listening to the podcast you know what i mean um but i mean the the you're, you're resilient you know what i'm saying uh you don't really let it 
right? Like people, people your age will think, oh, this is corny or, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're too busy thinking about it in the flesh that they don't see the other side of it, you know? So definitely lean, lean on others to take down those barriers. Obviously, you know, you'll want to, you'll want to find somebody that you connect with, you know, um, for me, um, you know, getting to know everybody, it it just kind of gets the jitters out of the way, you know, um, I, I feel a little bit more confident telling my story and, or trying to figure out other ways to be able to pour on to others, you know, uh, I honestly, I keeping your mind busy in that state would really take a lot of that void out, you know? No, that's, that's definitely fire. I don't know. Uh, just, uh, I want to just, I don't know. I just wanted to clarify the thing that I was trying to say about, about the center. Because nah, it was, I feel like I didn't really clarify it. Is like, what I really meant is how Jesus, you know, changes the church and everything is like, you know, for a sick person to come into the church today and say that they're seeking God and that they're sick. The idea isn't they're unclean. Let's push them away. The idea is like, like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone's dumb hyped. You know, that is how Jesus from 2000 years ago has changed how people like changed the hearts of people 2000 years later. You know, that's really what I was, that's what I was trying to say is like, and it's not even a question. You know what I mean? Like it would be weird for someone to be like, you know, I don't even know. We'll just, you know, like no, no one was like, oh, you have cancer, right? Like you're unclean, like get away. You know, it's more like, let's love you. Like, let's, let's show you some love. Right. Like, and that's just, you know, that's so cool that 2000 years later, right. The Holy Spirit, Jesus does live, right. It's still here. Like, you know, changing people to have that whole perspective that whole mindset of just like we need to love people for their struggles right like what they're going through you know which is just so neat yeah the the whole like thing with the church right is like you're not really gonna walk in you might walk into some churches actually there's some crazy churches out there there's some cults out there too so be careful you know but um Wally can tell you about that (laughs) he's not he never went yeah, no episode. He wasn't in a cult. I gotta clarify that. He just uh, he stumbled into one. <laughs> but, but uh, but no, it's like you come into like most churches, right? It's like you're. It's almost like you know people are like how he's saying is like breaking the ice is like it's not hard, right? Like when I when I go into like when I work blue collar work and I always have when I go into those jobs, bro. People are like constantly. It's like hazing, dude. They mess with you all the time until, like, you gain the, like, respect. It's a complete opposite in a church, you know what I'm saying? People are just, it's the only group of people where you come in and they just want to love you, right? As soon as you come in, right? And then even if your personalities don't mix, right? Like, they don't they don't really care, right? They're just, like, it's another believer and they're constantly, like, you should come to small groups. Like, you should do this in the church. You should do that. You should help volunteer. You should, you know, read more scripture. You should pray more, you know? If you ever need anything, call me, right? And it's, like, you don't experience that in most of the world right and it's not because we're different people as far as like you know no like there's only certain people who can have that mindset is because we have the holy spirit you know and that's holy spirit of jesus christ right that dwells in us 
puts that, you know, it moves the heart, right? It moves the whole body, right? To move that direction where it's like, enjoy, like, like we want to feed other people, you know, talking about the table, right? Like that's where I get more joy than anything else, right? Is, is truly helping people, you know? I get a lot of joy in prayer. I get a lot of joy in, in uh, reading scripture, right? But for some reason, it's something about being able to do something so small for somebody and really, you know, get to see the their light, like their face light up, you know? Which that's like, and that's how the church is supposed to be and it's not always going to be that, right? Like some churches, right, the Holy Spirit is not filled in there, right? Like, so you will, like, that's what I wanted to say is like you can't fall into cults or like different things that claim, you know, but for the most part, right, like when you walk into these churches, that's that's kind of the experience that you'll feel, you know. And that's a good thing, right, because that's how the Bible says, like what I was saying before, is like that's the evidence, you know, that, that Christ continues to live on today. So it's very crucial, like, and if you are in the church, that that's kind of, you know, and if you're not like that, then start praying for the Holy Spirit, right, because that's what's missing, you know, because you will instantly just like that, like naturally, it's just going to come naturally, right. And I say all that, like, loosely, right? Obviously, you have bad days. Obviously, you're not always happy, chipper, and all that stuff. It's really easy to talk about this right now because I'm feeling super spiritual. So, like, obviously, you know, you, you do have bad days. You don't always feel that super big love, right? But it's like, you know, a lot of the times, it's like those, you will want to do more service. You will want to read scripture. You will want to pray. You will want to go to church, right? Because you really feel that that's what feeds that Holy Spirit, you know? That Spirit's hungry, dude. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check on you about that that chipperness on Sunday when they ask us to stack some chairs, Chris. All right, yeah, <laughs> all right, all right. We're gonna see, but we we gonna see where the attitudes at. You know what I'm saying? If your heart's in the right place, fruitfully stack those chairs, fruitfully break those tables. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but I think that's super fire, bro. And that's that's one thing too. You know, if you're listening and you are currently part of the church, you know what I'm saying? Whatever church that may be. I just pray that you would truly receive that spirit and that your church would adapt that come as you are mentality, you know, to to welcome and love the the people that you may have see you may see or have seen as unclean, you know what I'm saying? But that's the beauty in it, you know what I'm saying? The closer you get to God, the closer you get to Jesus, like you won't start seeing people as unclean. You might you might run into a homeless person or you know, someone who's living a lifestyle you may not agree with. But because of the love of Jesus, you're now able to love them. You know what I'm saying? And if you're on the other side of that and you're the person listening who's like, you know what, I'm feeling a little convicted. I think I do need to step into the church, but I, I'm i not really comfortable because of the way I'm living. You know what I'm saying? I could be struggling with a sin or I could be struggling with an addiction. You know what I'm saying? I could be in a, a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying, that the church might not approve of. You know what I'm saying? Take that bold step of faith, you know what I'm saying, and trust that God's going to put you in the situation in the in the place you know what i'm saying that is is exactly meant for you you know what i mean and it might take some searching you know what i'm saying like it might take you trying a couple of churches you know what i'm saying it might take you trying a, diff- a couple different groups but as long as you're putting in the effort like i said before god has the outcome already like it's already taken care of the battle has been won you know what i'm saying so don't let your own perspective block you from the blessings that god has for you you know what i'm saying and i i mean you know i'm always going to vouch for my church grace family waters you know what i'm saying carewood campus we holding it down bro come as you are is literally our our definition you know what i'm saying like we love to see anybody like i remember just a few weeks ago like there was this dude and he looked a little crazy he might have been homeless but i was like hey chris go talk to him bro 
And sure enough, Chris walked right up to this dude and just just talked to him for a second. You know what I'm saying? Just showed showed. They gave him a Bible. You know what I'm saying? And this dude, like a lot of people, have been like, "Oh, get away from me!" But you know what I'm saying? We just opened up our hearts and our arms to him. We we offered that love of Jesus to him. And Chris even took the time to go talk to him. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. That's what bearing fruit is. You know what I'm saying? When we see the people and you know me and Chris be out there in the front lines on the traffic. Carlos about to join us too. You know what I'm saying? We be smiling and waving, welcoming people in. And when we see the car pull up that smells like straight gas, straight pressure, they probably hotbox on the way up here. We like, yes, sir. You're right where you need to be. When the person's stumbling in, they might still be a little bit drunk. We like, yes, sir. You, you, you know what I'm saying? When the strippers come in, we're like. Yes, sir. Uh, hey, <laughs> no, not for that reason. Not for that reason. You know what I'm saying? Hey, chill out. Don't be, don't be thinking crazy. Uh, I love my girl. I love my fiance. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, whenever we see the people, you know what I'm saying, that others might see as unclean, and they're walking into church boldly and courageously, like that's a win. You know what I'm saying? When we see the the gay couple coming in and they just want to know Jesus, we're like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? When we see the the dude who covered in tats head to toe looking crazy we're like let's go you know what i'm saying and that's the idea that we need to adapt that's the the mindset and the heart posture that we need to have if we're going to represent jesus and represent the church we need to be aiming to please him and you think jesus would turn anybody away because of the way they're living or the way they look what they smell like what they drank the night before you know what i'm saying who they're sleeping in the bed with at night no he wouldn't so why would we you know what i'm saying and that's the goal of this podcast and of just the 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 heart that we have for Jesus now is just come as you are. We're going to love you, and we're going to walk through this with you together. You know what I'm saying? Arms linked together like a chain because that's, that's how we get stronger together. You know what I'm saying? So we're just going to uh, close out tonight with another quick word of prayer. So if you all could, just close your eyes, bow your head. Even if you drive and have a little bit of faith, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> ah. <laughs> hey, it's up to you. To die is gain. <laughs> All right, let's get it. Dear God, we just thank you for this time, God, and we thank you for the way the Spirit flowed tonight, God. I truly thank you for my two brothers sitting next to me, God, and the way you have moved in their life, God, and the way you will continue to use them, God. I thank you for the miracles you perform on a daily basis, God. I thank you for the opportunity to plant seeds and watch others and watch you water those seeds and grow them, God. And, Lord, I'm praying over the people listening, God, Lord. I pray that this will be a wake-up call to them, Lord, that they would just open up their heart, God, and, and love the way that you have called us to, God, that they would love the way you have loved them, God. And if they haven't yet experienced that love, God, I pray they would continue to seek it, God. I pray that they would just constantly reach out for your cloak, Lord, looking for the cleanliness, the the redemption that only you can bring, God. Lord, I'm praying miracles over the people listening, God. Lord, I'm praying that walls will be broken down, chains will be broken, God. I'm praying that that bondage of sin will be broken, God. People will be set free of addiction, God. I just pray, Lord, that you'd surround them, God, and uplift them. I pray the Holy Spirit would fill whoever is listening, God, and just allow them to love the way that you love us, Lord. In your almighty name we pray. Amen.